How's it going everybody? Welcome to the week 15 roundup on After The Play. We are back after our bye week. That is James. Hey guys. I am Jonathan. How are you today, sir? I am very under the weather. Oh dear. Yes, I know. Not COVID, I hope. It's not. It's not. I've done my test. I'm, I'm, I'm free to return and go to work still, even though I feel Good like boy. it's a crap. Can't let the pub down. <sighs> Never. Always the team player, are you, Mr. Gibbon? Exactly. How are you doing, Jonathan? Do you know what? I'm doing pretty, pretty fine on this Tuesday. Not as, not as fine as I was doing yesterday. And then we were at the, we were at the ship on uh, Sunday night enjoying some four pound Guinness. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, nice. is the ship? Well, it was actually three. Yeah, the ship's closed. Uh, hey, just just for those, if 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 you're not in the area, um, uh, we both work for a brand called Fuller's, um, and mm-hmm. due to uh, the work from home order and uh, the fact that the UK is currently being ravaged by Omicron, um, Fuller's. Or has... as Joe Biden says, Omicron. Omicron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuller's, Fuller's have elected to close a load of their pubs in London. Um, mm-hmm. because it's just not worth them opening. It's been so quiet. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, let's let's go on to the interesting stuff that is the football. Yes. Where would you like to go first? Uh, let, us, let us bow down to the Lions for that wonderful game. Um, let, which, us, let us do that. Which, which, which even you, a diehard Lions fan, said that the Cardinals were going to win by 24 points. <laughs> Yeah, they should have. They yeah, they hundred percent should have. Everything on paper said it, like easy it Cardinals was, win. I was so sure that the cards were going to spank us that I I suggested we go to the pub so I didn't have to watch it. And, and I, I bet you. Wish and then I look at my phone that. and it's like, oh, it's three nothing. All right, fine start. All right. Oh, and then it, oh, it's ten nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, it it's seventeen nothing. <laughs> What? Sorry, what? And then they just they did the thing that they haven't been able to do a lot of this year, which is they came out in the second half and they played pretty much just as good as they did in the first half. Which is great. I mean, they, spent they the made inti- adjustments. They spent the, yeah, they spent the entire uh, first half keeping the hands, keeping the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands. Exactly, which is what they had to do to make Kyler Murray then play desperate. I mean, I've got some stats here. Goff was twenty-one of twenty-six, which is beautiful. For 216, uh, three TDs, uh, Craig Reynolds, who, I mean, anyone could have run for 100, given how well the offensive line was playing, which, according to PFF, and this is my stat of the week, and I'm getting it in nice and early. Very nice. Okay. My stat of the week. Oh, no, that's on preview, not live. See, I'm still getting used to Riverside. It's very, it's very annoying. Oh, Here well. we go. Uh, let's have that again. Here. Yeah. You have to press going live. Oh, it's not working. It's fine. I'll edit this out. Anyway, my stat of the week is that according to PFF, since week one of the season, the Lions are the most improved offensive line this year. Hmm. Okay. Oh, now it's working. I'm definitely leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> so well which, considering we start, Which, considering we start the year out by losing Frank Ragnall for the year, are all pro center. And losing Taylor Decker, he's now back. But Sewell, as our first-round draft pick, 
our off- offensive line is now playing lights out. Yeah, so you're playing like, really well. He's got heat. The, the problem... He's had like a 90 pass, pass protection grade over the last three games, wow. right, according to PFF. Goff was throwing dimes out there. And I, I mean, proper dimes. Like his touchdown throws to Amon St. Brown and Josh Reynolds were some of the best throws I've seen him make all year. That being said, there were a few throws in there that I was very like he could have been picked off two or three times in that game yeah and let's say he is that changes the game completely and i that's really still a big concern is, is golf's handling of the football um but they made kyler look for the first time in a long time they made him look small and that is his that literally is his achilles heel but so often he's been able to overcome it but the lines were getting to him they were sacking him and he's one of the hardest quarterbacks to sack because of how fast he is mm. they were batting ball Balls down at the line of scrimmage. They were dominating him. I mean, they absolutely crushed the Cardinals. And, and that is not an overstatement. Yeah, uh, every, everything I read shows that they were all over them from the beginning and carried on all the way through. Just The Cardinals just fell apart. I like, I even, do you know what? And Dan Campbell, this might, this is, this is a big deal for me. Okay, so I've, I've, Doubted a lot of Dan Campbell's co- in-game coaching decisions, but this is the first time where, from start to finish, they, oh god, that's going to be annoying. They looked prepared. Mm. They looked ready. They looked more up for it. They looked well coached. They were organized. They didn't make many mistakes, and the mistakes they did, they weren't killers. They the play calls were smart. They went for it on fourth down and converted in a point where you should go for it on fourth down. You've got mm. your foot on the throat of your opposition. You should go for it on fourth down. They went for an onside kick. It didn't early. It didn't work. But I like the call. Try and surprise the opposition. Honestly, that might be the best game. That, that's certainly the best game that Campbell's coached this year. Certainly the best game that they played this year. They won a game that they weren't at all even supposed to be in. And like the scale of this Cardinals loss, it it basically... It puts them back tied at the top of the the division. They do have... I don't know what the tiebreaker is with the Rams. But that could change the, the, the Cardinals season. And, you know, the the other problem is double-edged sword, right? Is we went from number one to number to the number two pick, yeah. at least. Or the number three. I don't know how the tiebreaker uh, you're not, no, You're number two. Number two. I had a quick check. Number two at the moment. Now, the no. problem I now have, right, is we, we go to Atlanta next week. Mm. off the back of that we should win that game yeah i mean if you can beat the cardinals who can't you beat but also it was it might have been a winnable game even if we hadn't beat the cardinals then we got seattle as well sorry go ahead <laughs> i was just saying because the falcons are unpredictable at the best of times let alone you know off the back when you guys are coming off the back of a big win and you go you know what if we've just given up first overall pick we might as well actually get a few wins under our belt my my problem is that right is I, I either want to win them all or none of them. Yeah. Because I want to win. If you want to win them all, that's fine. You got to go and show that you really you do have what it take, takes. Like this team is actually a lot closer than people say it is. Or you win none of them, you still get probably the number two, maybe even the number one overall pick, deciding if the Jaguars decide to win a few games or not, mm. and or the Jets or whatever. And you still get your pick of Kayvon, Thibodeau, or Aiden Hutchinson, depending on who's there. It, it's a tough one. It's a double-edged sword. Like, I, don't get me wrong. It was an amazing win. 
it was awesome and if they win the last three games of the season then it's worth it but i would be quite happy to end the year as it is lose the last three games play well but lose the last three games but yeah a great win a well-deserved win and a real a, a much more uh, much better improvement from dan campbell's aspect of it the coaching aspect they looked ready to go for mm. the first time this year even against the vikings the, the other game that they won they didn't look as well prepared as they did in yeah. this one and they almost gave it up exactly and there was no way that kyler was coming back in this game no yeah so all right let's move on um where I, I'm, I'm gonna go to the packers and the ravens an absolute all-timer. Yeah, that was 100% uh, Lamar game, Jackson game of the ruled... Yeah, Lamar Jackson ruled out very early on in this war. Uh, sorry, not uh, before the game. I think it's Tyler Huntley, who actually is a similar style of player. Quite quite speedy, good runner of the ball, decent passer. He plays the game. Basically, the Packers are going to spank them. The Ravens have no chance. Ends up being 31-30 to as the Ravens go for two after scoring a late touchdown. Do not get it. Mark Andrews doesn't haul it in, which then means that Aaron Rodgers can just, uh, uh, well, take a knee and end the game. What did you feel about specifically, I mean, that game and specifically that play call? Um, I think it's it's dangerous to keep Rodgers on the field at all. So if you're in a decision where you go, okay, do we go to overtime where he could potentially start with the ball and just straight up run it down the field? screw us um or do we go for two one chance and just win it here and now um yeah why not why not risk it it's it's a big game and that's a big win if you put it off you know if you look at the chances if you go to overtime and the chances are you're giving them a lot more time on the ball you're giving rogers a lot more things to do at least at least if you go for two it's in your hands it's true. I think I'm. I'm. You know, I, I can't decide what I, what I think. I, Mike Florio said it really well on on um, NBC Football Night in America. He was just like, "I'm not sure. I'd rather. I'd like to go for two there because if you go for two and get it, then you then Aaron Rodgers knows that he has to go down and win the game. It's like an additional motivation for him. Yeah. Whereas you kick the kick the extra you kick the extra point. You end the uh, you have still have forty seconds left on the clock, right? So Aaron mm. Rodgers could still go down and win the game. So I, I still think on the balance of it, and clearly it's it's all analytics now. It's all stats driven. So it was it, the the computer algorithm spat out the go for two uh, yeah. play call, and that's and that's what they did. So I, I don't I don't hate the decision. I just don't like I didn't like the play call. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, at it's, all. I would have. It's a decision we've seen a lot this season, where it's these last minute touchdowns, yeah. and it's do we go for the extra point to take it to overtime. And it's happened in quite. Well, the Lions did it against the Lions did it against the Ravens. Yeah, and then the Ravens ended up having enough time to go down and win the game. So, <laughs> well, do you know what? I, I, the decision, it, 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 I, I still think you go for it. I, I, especially, well, the Lions in their position, they definitely go for it. It's where you're the Ravens and you're hunting for the playoffs, and you now might miss the playoffs because of that loss. I think it's a bit more. I think it's a bit harder to to necessarily go for it. Um, but a great game, nevertheless. Uh, let's move on. Chargers lose a big one in overtime. Chiefs are beginning to run away with the AFC West. We all thought they were dead. Mm. Uh, Mahomes threw for over 400, it felt like, and 
Kelsey had about 192 TDs. He's still tenth, tied 10th in the league in drops, by the way. And Kelsey's tied 7th, I think. Wow. It's, uh, the, I mean, uh, that's, 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 that's got to be down to uh, how, their, how their season started. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was a shocking start. They kind of I think I think they were a bit shaken after that Super Bowl loss. Um and you said they had they had quite a few changes to the team in the off season and we weren't gonna be looking at the same Chiefs that we were looking at last season. And we're still not, I don't think. No, but they've kind of found their rhythm and Mahomes has kind of shaken off and gone, you know what? Mm. I'm the highest paid quarterback in the league, I should probably play like it. Mm-hmm. Well, we all knew he had it. I mean, I don't. I really am sick of the overtime rules as they currently stand. It, mm. They make no sense whatsoever. You possess the ball first, and you score a touchdown. The game's over. It, it's putting so much value on that on that coin toss, and offenses are getting so good, so good mm. that it's becoming easier and easier to go down and score a touchdown on that first possession. I mean, yes, you could look at the, the Lions-Steelers game where nobody wanted to score at all, yeah. as, as an example. But I, I think they've got to make some adjustments. I think they've got to say, like, if you if one team scores a touchdown on their opening possession of, of overtime, the other team gets a chance to score a touchdown as well. Yeah, and if they don't, that's fine. Then that's the game. Yeah, exactly. It. It just is illogical basing it completely on the coin toss. Mm. No, hundred percent. I completely agree. All right, so the Chiefs are ten and four now. They've basically got a night. I believe their playoff margin it's now ninety nine percent guaranteed that they will make the playoffs. The Rod, uh, the Rogers led Packers are the only team to actually clinch uh, a playoff berth, and as a result, their division. Yeah, shock. As uh, the NFC North is once again basked in green let's go to the let's let's have a little bit of the vikings bears last night it was it's it's an odd game to look at it really is if you look at the stat lines between the quarterbacks i i don't see how the vikings pulled it off you had you had yeah. justin fields 26 or 39 for 285 yards in comparison cousins was 12 for 24 with 87 yards at that point, you hear that stat and you go, oh, okay, Cook must have been running like a mother. Like, he must have just been going for it. He only finished with, he had 84 rushing yards. Didn't even have a TD. Like, 24 carries. Yikes. Um, so, I don't really understand. I don't really understand how, how we won that. Um, I think it's more of a statement about the Browns than it is about the Vikings that we managed to pull it off. The Bears. The Bears. Sorry, yeah, Bears. Sorry. <laughs> Um, it's more of a statement about the Bears than it is about the Vikings um, in that they did not play well as opposed to us playing well. Um, I mean, Chicago fumbled the ball four times and lost it three of those times and you still only managed to put up 17 points. I, yeah. I mean, that's just is crazy to me. It says a lot. Um, I don't think... I mean, it's a divisional game which... Uh, they're always tough. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter um, how well the team is. You know, look at look at the Vikings Lions game. Like, if it's a divisional game, the pressure's there, and anybody can win. Well, true. So Chicago had three turnovers, as I know, as I just said, but the time of possession was identical. Wow. 30, 30 minutes forty five seconds for Minnesota. Twenty nine minutes fifteen seconds for Chicago. Chicago had twenty four to Minnesota's thirteen first downs. 
And their total offensive yardage of the, in the game was 370 to Minnesota's 193. And you won the game by eight points. And it shouldn't have even been that close because the six points that the Bears scored was at the end of the was as clock, uh, the time expired. Mm. So, little um, so, consolation goal. Exactly. I'm so glad that I only stayed up and watched the, the, <laughs> the Browns-Raiders game last night and didn't try and stay up for that one because it looked <laughs> like a dud. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it wasn't worth watching. Let's go back to the Colts and the Patriots. So this was on, I believe, Saturday night or it Thursday was night. Saturday night. No, Saturday night because of many. Yeah, I think night. that was always planned. It was always planned for a Saturday a night for some reason. Game. Yeah, it was weird. I think they planned it. There's a lot of postponed games this week because of COVID. Uh, the Colts hand their first hand the first loss to the Patriots in what feels like two months. Uh, is they their the Patriots' first road loss this season? Uh, Jonathan Taylor. It looked like the uh, the Patriots were gonna stage a comeback, and then Jonathan Taylor basically stamped his authority back on the game. Yeah. Um. What do you think about this one? Oh, I was very happy considering you and our guest predictor Ben went for the Patriots. <laughs> I picked the Colts. That's that's fair. I mean, Jones had his first not Mac Jones s game, and and and. I say that because I'm looking at his stat line right now. 26 of 45. So that's over. That's 19 completions. Way, way, way too many pass attempts for the Patriots. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. He nearly threw for 300 yards. <laughs> in comparison, Carson Wentz. He only threw 12 pass attempts in the game. Wow. Five of which, five of which were completed. He threw for one TD and one interception. I mean, what? And that... Jonathan Taylor, who? Yeah, go on. You go. No, 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 you're, you're, I think you're about to make my point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor had 29 carries for 170 yards and one TD. He just yeah. owned this game <laughs> there you completely. Go. I mean, that's that's what it says. I mean, the Colts, yeah, they've been on a great streak, but at what point do they actually admit that their entire winning streak is based off the back of their this one running back? I mean, you know exactly what that's like. I don't know what you're talking about. The Vikings is a great team of <laughs> Great other members. It's not all on Kirk. Well balanced. This is very well balanced. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor just controlled that one. Uh, I do think he should be in the MVP conversation. I don't think mm. he will be, and that pisses me off. Well, yeah, but you know who M- certainly is? Is? Go on. Go ahead, mate. No, you don't. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's just annoying that the MVP race is always... For a quarterback, when realistically this season alone, I think the top three real contenders aren't quarterbacks. Who's who's on your list? I'd have Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. I'd I would happily put Jamar Chase up there. Wow! I mean, he's had a fucking excellent. The season. MVP. Yeah, I'd, I'd even put some defensive players in there. Uh, fucking um, TJ Watt has had an awesome season. No, no, no. Miles Garrett. TJ Watt's been out for ages. You're thinking about Miles Garrett. Oh, there you go then. So TJ he... Watt's been out for six weeks. Oh, okay. Maybe is it JJ Watt? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm confusing TJ. Oh, that's on me. My bad. Yeah. I was confusing TJ and JJ. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which, if you think about it, is on their parents, really. It really is. Like, it's close enough. Anyway, yes, you're quite right. I think you've got to get Miles Garrett in there as well. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think the Nick Bosa of the 49ers, he's had a million sacks as well. Mm. Um, 
let's quickly get through the rest of these games and do our points. Uh, Dolphins spanked the Jets. Nothing really of note there. Uh, the Bills handled the Panthers. But the Dolphins, by the way, have won eight straight games. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> Like they didn't they start they started uh, off the season what one and one and five one and one one and six or something yeah it's crazy and then they just um, won every game the Saints since. the Saints shout out the Bucks and we've got to talk about this because Tom Brady is of course and naturally rightfully so been in the MVP conversation I believe with this poor game it's the first time in fifteen years he's been shut out and only the third time in his career that's that's cool why don't you just go ahead and steal my stat of the week. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> um, fine. Oh, it's also the first time no. since 2012 that the Bucks have been shut out. Uh, oh, sorry. What was that? I I'll, didn't just, catch I'll that. just I'll just come up with a quick, uh, quick improvised stat of the week. Um, it's also the first time the Bucks have been shut out since 2012, which was also against the Saints. What? So that that, nice. that that covers it. <laughs> yeah, he looked so right, angry. Brady was so angry. He was pissed. Do you see him throw the, like um, he... the iPad? Did he forget to pay the refs? I think that's probably why. That's probably why. Uh, he's having a bit of cash flow problems. Mm. They uh, they said exactly. he couldn't. He I couldn't. Mean... Apparently, the ball had too much air in it. <laughs> anyway, it was a barn burner of a game. Nine nothing. Nothing going on there, like at all. I mean, the opposite of a barn burner. Yeah. Uh, and that's usually the same. I mean, is usually a great game to watch. It has been of late, absolutely. My meme of the week, and this is actually a very serious point that I'm trying to make with my meme of the week. So it's 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 twofold here, James. Is that Taysom Hill's salary this year as a backup quarterback, and I still can't believe he's a backup quarterback, is going to round out about twelve million dollars, right? Mm. with incentives and all that law it's all very confusing the entire combined salary of the wmba so the women's nba mm. of all the players is 11 million wow that is disgusting yep but he has yeah, not he makes more money and he's not a quarterback than the entirety of another professional American sports league. That's absolutely crazy. That's so bad. So bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, my meme of the week. Sorry, is... I just wanted to make... <laughs> to, to, to bring it a little bit lighter, my meme of the week um, yep. is a picture. So, obviously, Drew Brees is a pundit now. And it was, like, him and 12 yep. other people predicted the game. And, like, all oh, other yeah. 12 people predicted the Bucks. He was the only person who predicted the Saints to win. And it's a picture of that. Yeah, but he had to, didn't he? Yeah, but it's a picture of that, and then underneath Drew Brees as Thanos saying, "They said I was a madman." <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, you do love your Avengers memes. Um, Cowboys have now won four straight. Whatever way you cut it, they are going to win the NFC East, despite mm. not being in the East at all. Does not make any sense. Um, and lastly, but not least, the Braiders, ra- uh, the Braiders, the Browns Raiders have a dull one. The Raiders get just enough time left on the clock. Nick Mullins is leading the Browns because they're just annihilated by COVID issues. Baker Mayfield, uh, Case Keenum, their head coach, everyone's out. Everyone, COVID. Everyone's out. The special teams coordinator had had to be in charge of the game. Um, <laughs> that says a lot. It's true. Uh, 
And as a result, I want to move on to my coaching hot seats before we get to the points. Uh, I think number one has got to be Matt Nagy at the top of this list. Mm, 100%. Hundred percent. Absolutely. I think. I, mean, I, I think at this point though they'll wait out the season, um, and just fire him quietly there is in the off season. No benefit in doing that because there was a rule change this year that means you are allowed to interview uh, candidates from other teams as early, I believe, as the twenty third or the twenty second of December. Oh, okay. So, so we'll be seeing the news today. I I would not I would not be surprised if Nagy gets the boot today. Um, Especially, even though half of his coaching staff was out as well, I I'm I do think he's got to go. I think Mike Zimmer is close on this. If they don't make the playoffs this year, they jumped into the seventh seed with that win. And interestingly, Cliff Kingsbury reportedly getting some heat this week after his awful loss to the Lions. And they there's a theme developing here. They just seem to keep sort of drying out at the end of the year. And that's not good if you want to win it all. Hmm. Mm. All right, let's have the points before we both need to run away, uh, get on our saddle, and go to work. Right, um, let's go, let's go very quickly. So uh, let's let's just be honest. Ben Ben was always going to be a dud. He's a fucking Rams fan. Nobody cares. Um, the man came in. Obviously, we still have two games to go. Um, but we he's, do. He's come in with thirteen points, which is a, a damn mm. sight less than what he got last time. Um. And and nowhere near touching us this week. <laughs> um, oh, have we had good weeks? Uh, you're sat at a comfortable twenty points. With oh, that's two, not bad. Two games, two games still to, play, to be played. It's not bad at all. Okay. Uh, and I am trailing just behind on nineteen. All right. All but right, obviously all right. we are we're on opposing sides. I've got the Seahawks. You've got the Rams. You've got the Eagles. I've got the Washington. So. Um, it, it could the Washington. The Washington. That's all I can call them at the moment. Rebrand already. Um, <laughs> um, so overnight, you know, tomorrow morning, this will all change. Potentially so. Who knows? I mean, instead of picking the whole slate like we normally do, we're just going to pick the two games that we have uh, tonight. So uh, firstly, the Rams at home minus seven. Um, I'm I'm sticking with the Seahawks. I don't think they've sorted out their COVID issues. I don't. Um, I imagine they're only favourites because they're the Browns. Seahawks are technically bottom of the division, but like I said earlier about divisional. In games, response to that, I'm trying to play a, a sound effect, but it's not playing. <laughs> Why? Any any time today. <laughs> just make it. Make it's it. Just with, not working. Just, just just make it with your mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's, it's I will a have the Rams seven, seven point favorites. Uh, I don't know. I just I I I think they've shaken off that 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 uh, awful awful loss uh, train that they were on three three consecutive losses. Then they beat the Jags, obviously, which they're expected to, and then they beat the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, so I will have the Rams. Uh, I don't know by seven, but actually, if it was if it's just the handicap, I'll probably have the plus seven. Um, mm. But money line, I'm absolutely on the rounds. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, and lastly, the Eagles. This, I believe, was a postponed game. Yeah, minus yeah. six and a half with the football team coming to to town. I'd take, I'd take the football There team. must be some COVID issues in there. There is. Uh, I think Washington had COVID issues, which is why it's postponed. 
I don't know. I don't know. Again, I, I know the Rams had COVID issues. I don't know how much of that's been sorted out. So I don't know who's out, who's in. Um, but it massively I, depends on what protocols people are in, what vaccination status people have. If they're vaccinated, mm. they just need two positive tests and then they can play. If they're not, then they're out for 10 days minimum like Aaron Rodgers was. Yeah. All very confusing. I am also going to have the football team plus six and a half, but I believe I'm on the Eagles by five, aren't I? You are. You are indeed. So... So then it's Fingers still crossed. fine. I get the best of both. <laughs> get the best of both. <laughs> yeah, right, um, I think you'd still rush. prefer the Eagles win because <laughs> certainly would. Yeah. Sorry to rush through everything today, guys. We have got to get to work, and we were going to do this in person, but James is feeling a bit under the weather. But it was a fun one, so thank you very much, my friend. It was. I enjoyed. Yeah, it was nice, especially, especially after much. having to miss it last week because of our bye week. Um, but it's good to exactly. be back. Exactly. We needed a rest. Is exactly. our excuse, but mostly it was just that our schedules could not align. Yeah, welcome to the fucking service industry. True that. You think right, guys, you think with a you next. So you'd think as a man of influence in our pub, you could you know shift the rotor so that we could have at least one time a week we could record. Well, I didn't know you were going to go to another pub. So anyway, yeah, um, all right, let's close it up there. Uh, it was a pleasure as always, James. We will catch you guys. Next week, definitely virtually again, because I will be leaving London for a week. Oh, but... okay. I, I definitely knew that. Yeah. I, I'll probably come back earlier. Anyway, yeah. I've tried to close out the show like three times. <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> tell, them to, tell them to go away. All right, we'll catch you, we'll catch you next week on Afternoon Thanks for listening, guys.